0: Listening to True G Radio. Turn up that dial.
1: Welcome to Faith Radio with your host, Doctor Daniel Merrick.
0: The Lord, the Lord, the Lord. But that's the translation, but that's wrong. No. The Lord is not the translation. It is uh, Yahweh or Yahweh. So that's his name, he who causes to be. In other words, that's, that's God's name. So get your
1: Bible, and get ready to study the word of Almighty Yahweh with Dr. Dan. Yeah. That's his name. It isn't Lord
0: who has believed their message.
1: And now, Dr. Dan.
0: Welcome to Faith Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Merrick, and I'm here to tell you that it is the hour, it is the time, it is the day that we commemorate honor to our veterans in the United States. But we have just passed through the time when we've kept the Feast of Tabernacles and the Feast of the Last Great Day. As I said in the last program about Yom Truah, that many people mistakenly look at the Feast of Tabernacles and count it in as eight days of tabernacles with the last great day, which is a separate feast. Read Leviticus chapter 23. You'll see it's a separate feast. It's not the same feast. It is a separate feast. It represents Judgment Day and the final Judgment Day after the tabernacle of Yah comes down to the renewed earth. It says, Then all who were not resurrected in the first resurrection at the return of Messiah for the reign of the thousand years when the kings and priests sat on the thrones underneath the throne of Yahshua Messiah ruling with a rod of iron for the thousand years, then all the dead were raised. And stood before the throne of the Almighty. And some were given rewards and some were given punishment. That's the judgment day. That's the day when you receive your rewards. And you cast your crowns and your gifts and your gems and your silver, your gold, your diamonds and such. At the feet of Yahshua Messiah. For having forgiven our sins and died and rose from the dead. Giving us eternal life. Then after that judgment day. That is when eternity begins. That's when we go down and inhabit the city, the new Yarushalayim, the new Jerusalem on earth, where YAH sits in the center thereof and rules the universe from the center. And then it's all YAH's game. It's all YAH's doing. It's all what YAH wants and what YAH leads and what YAH directs will happen from then on. And that's the fulfillment of the plan of the seven feasts of YAH, that it's a plan of salvation from Passover all the way to the last great day. It's the take out the garbage, give the rewards, give the salvation, uh, give the, the tasks and the, and, the, and the missions for eternity, settle the books, and then go on into eternity and see what YAH has in store. And Paul writes, Shaul writes... Study, a student under the feet of Gamal in Old Pro- Testament, what the Christians call Old Testament Torah. He says, no man knows what Yah has in store. And no one, I mean, we can speculate and I've heard lots of people speculate as to what Yah is going to do. Uh, we have a few small shadows of things to come in the scripture when it says that uh, we shall all be called the sons of YAH. So, uh, perhaps there is something far greater in the eternal plan of YAH that we don't see yet, but we shall see, because all things shall be revealed, it says in the Scriptures. So, now listen, I'm a simple man. I'm subject to the same temptations and the same fleshly desires and wants that all men, you know, I get hungry, I get cold, I got to put a blanket on or a coat on, and I got to put my long johns on now that I'm older. I'm subject to the same things that affect you in your life. And yet some people want to take and take these radio and TV and internet preachers and put them on a pedestal and worship them and say oh listen no what this person said what that person said did you read your bible what did the bible say what's in the bible that's what that you should be reading your bible you should test all things compare it to scriptures compare it to how the rock Hakodesh, holy spirit speaking to you and what he said with others that are anointed by the spirit and then find the truth because there is an absolute ultimate truth now i've been criticized and i've been persecuted and i've been even hit beaten and thrown out of cars i've been rejected dejected disrespected i've been called every name in the book i've been accused falsely of sins that i never did doesn't mean i wasn't tempted to do them. everybody's tempted but i didn't i've been resisting hasatan for many years now on many different issues and there have been presentations of the temptations from the temptress and the temptors out there who are filled with demonic lusts of the flesh, who want to share their STDs, their sexually transmitted demons with you and with me. And I have rejected every single time and said, well, I don't think so. I don't think that this is where Yah wants me to go, wants me to be. I think he has a plan and he has a fulfillment. And there's a good internet video out there talks about uh don't feel bad because you're rejected by your friends by your family by your critics by internet social media by the public media by the government by the everybody around you even your own friends and family and blood relatives and and sometimes even wives and husbands that reject and deject and disrespect you because you don't fit in Because you only fit in in one place. In the kingdom of Yah is where you fit in, and that's the only place. And so, you know, it takes the weak and confounded thing of this world, as the scripture says, and Yah brings honor and glory and works through some of the most despicable converts, converted men that repent, and women that repent later in their lives. He does amazing and miraculous things. And so, the day and the hour of your shining in the glory of YAH to do YAH's purpose and well for your life may yet be to come. So don't get depressed and don't get down and don't get feelings bad that this one don't like you and that one criticized you and the other one said this and the other one said that. Don't let it get to you because you are a child of YAH. You're not a member of the denominations of uh, retrobate minds subject to the strong delusions of the demonic possessions of the religions of the world, of the whore Babylon mystery religion, Revelation 18. You aren't the Revelation 18 type. You're the Revelation 21, 22 type that goes into the New Jerusalem instead of into the fiery pit. The lake of fire, which is called the second death. So you got a different destination than the representation that's trying to slander you with their evil tongues and their demonic desires, because you won't participate in the delusions and the idol worship and the apostasies and and, and the denial of the feasts and you don't wanna eat the pig and you don't wanna hang out with the shellfish and you don't wanna Be the selfish, self-absorbed, narcissistic accusers that are accusing you of being the narcissist when you aren't. We sacrifice daily as the temple of YAH. And that's what the tabernacle is. There is a post on my Facebook page that shows about the tabernacle of YAH and how YAH intended Jeremiah 31 for us to be containers as the temple of YAH, of the spirit of YAH in each one of us, and that the shadow picture of the temple itself is a shadow picture of the way he created the human body as a place for the dwelling of YAH and represented by the sets of bones around our body. We have the foot bone the shin and the thigh on each leg right and left we have the hand bones the wrist bone going up to the elbow and the shoulder bone going up to from the elbow to the shoulder and that they represent the 10 the 12 tribes of Israel and we have 10 fingers that represent the 10 laws of Yah that is the basis of the tribes of Israel coming together to worship Yah and keeping those ten laws that he wrote in the Torah, Exodus chapter 20. We have the ten toes of the feet, which represent the ten final kingdoms we must walk through in tribulation. Because there is no rapture before the coming of tribulation there is a rapture at the end of tribulation as it says matthew 24 then immediately after tribulation then will be seen the sign of the son of man in the sky so people don't read the bible they don't get it right people that don't read bible don't get it right because they don't know what it says and they can't connect the interconnected interpretations of prophecy. Just take simply the book I wrote, Cross versus Truth, about John three fourteen and Numbers twenty-one, seven through nine. It makes it clear that Messiah himself prophesied, I shall die on a stake, I shall die on a pole, the same way Moses lifted up a serpent on the pole. I'm not going to die on a cross. I'm going to die on a pole and he prophesied it. And so when you go to church on a Sunday morning with the Christian denominations and you sing the old rugged cross or, or you bow before the crucifix In the Catholic Church, you are actually denying Messiah because he said that's not how he died. Exodus chapter 20, the second commandment, which the Catholics erased out of their version of the Bible, says no idol image of anything. Not of a man, not of a woman, not walking above, flying in the air, not crawling underneath the earth, not swimming in the ocean, not the stars, not the planets, not the geometry of the stars. and planets. He said none of that symbology, iconology, is what we're supposed to be following and bowing to. Six-pointed star on the flag of Israel, it's an idol symbol. C-shaped Tammu's cross, idol symbol. Moon and star, idol symbols. These are idol symbols. Star symbols, crystals, all this kind of garbage that's out there in the world today and all these people following everything and go, oh, you, you you know, I was in a graveyard and I think a spirit was talking. No, that was a demon mimicking, trying to be someone like someone that was alive once and trying to trick you. It's demonic tricks what Halloween's all about. Halloween's a replacement for Satanists for the Feast of Tabernacles that tries to get you to look at the dead shell body that people used to live in and worship necromancy and the dead. So you got to put it all together, and you got to see that we are the temple of Yah. And yes, I know there's a lot of popular preachers in the Hebrew roots, Christian roots movement that they call it out there. They're saying things about, oh, we're the temple, and there doesn't need to be a third temple built in Jerusalem, and blah blah this, and blah blah that, and the abomination, desecration, sacrilege is something else altogether than they think it is, and what they thought. It's garbage because they don't read the Bible, and the Bible makes it clear that the Antichrist. Indwelled by the power of Satan, Hasatan, the son of perdition, the one that went into perdition and was in the belly of hell, Sheol. And when Yahshua went to Sheol, the holding place of evil spirits, until the time of his resurrection, he led captivity captive, and everybody except the son of perdition, Judas Iscariot, left there behind. Reach Bible, it says it. So you don't die and go to hell, and you don't die and go to heaven, you die and you either go to paradise holding place where for spiritual nourishment, for the spirit that was brought back to life when you receive Yahshua's Messiah, until the coming of Messiah when you'll be resurrected and rejoined to an internal body, clothed in a robe of white, of flesh that sins not, 1 Corinthians 15, 52, or... You go to sleep and know nothing because there's no one left in what we know as hell except Judas Iscariot, the son of perdition. And people say, Oh, well, that's you saying that's a reincarnation doctrine? Yeah, well, um, yeah, I guess that Satan and the anti Messiah will combine with Judas Iscariot and become the anti Messiah. That's possible. That's within the range of possibilities. Yah does what he does, and he doesn't ask permission for nobody on what he does and what he's planned and prophesied. It shall come to pass. So I'm asking you to open up your mind a little bit and realize, you know, there's preachers like me, little known, little broadcasted, little advertised. I do my best. I put up my website. I put my music up. I put my TV shows up. I put all my other stuff up and I I asked for donations and help and and I guess had some help. One brother down south in the United States has helped quite a bit. A widow from the central United States gives on a regular basis. A few brothers and sisters over at YAH space give $5 here, $10 there where they can to help out, to keep these things going, to keep me preaching, to keep me teaching, to keep me sharing with you what I'm going through in my experience of life and my walk with Yahshua Messiah and how I'm trying to fight off my own flesh that resists the obedience to the law of YAH the same way your flesh resists your obedience to the law of YAH. I'm just trying to make it through. I'm trying to work out my own salvation, and I'm trying to help others to work out their salvation, too. Because I can't get saved for you, and you can't get saved for me. You either believe the truth and follow after it. You get baptized by immersion, calling the name of Yeshua Messiah for salvation, calling the name of Yahweh to save you in your time of trouble. You get ready and prepared as he says to, You get ready to walk through the trials and tribulations of life. And when people deject you, reject you, disrespect you, false accuse you, slander you, whatever, you just go, okay, yeah, all right. Well, you, and sometimes they'll find a sin you did commit and they'll broadcast it all over the world and they'll go, ah, oh, look at this person is a sinner. <laughs> just like you. Just like you. And why are you accusing and worrying about someone else when you should be looking at yourself and taking a self-inventory and repenting of your own sins anyway? And most of those people that do that kind of thing, they aren't really saved and, and, and sealed and, sacri- and sanctified by the Spirit of Yah. Because if they were, they'd be looking at themselves and, and considering their own lives and their own behavior, not yours and what you did that was wrong and mistakes that you made in your life. Most of them aren't saved. They they just use that to try to paint a blank canvas with black and red stains of of, of things that they say are wrong, which is with their reasoning and their justification for not following the law and the Torah and Yahshua Messiah. They want an excuse to say, hey, listen, when I get to Judgment Day before I throw it, I want to say, look at what this guy did. And I, I saw that and I, I decided not to go that way that he was going. he repented, and you didn't, and you're using his sin he repented of as an excuse to go to the lake of fire and burn for all eternity. That don't make no sense at all. That's like uh, what I call suicide politics. That's suicide faith. That's suicide religion. That's the religions of men, that teach the doctrines of men and deny the doctrine of Yah and the Torah and that Yahshua, Messiah, prophesied the way he did. He, he told us what was going to happen. Matthew chapter 24, John three fourteen. He told us exactly how he was going to die on a pole. Same way Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, on a pole. And then we had the example of the children of Israel that started worshiping the serpent on a pole, and Yah said, nope, and he did away with that serpent on a pole because the serpent was to represent the sinfulness and the wrong that we did that Yahshua was nailing to the tree that was worthy of death and he took the death sentence for us in the breaking of the laws of Yah so that we could live eternally with the spirit in us helping us to keep the laws of Yah. Now, the world has been getting to a point where we see Revelations chapter 16 being fulfilled right before our eyes, and the sixth angel pours out his vial on the river Euphrates, and it dried up. Guess what? The river Euphrates dried up this summer. And a lot of people say, well, the turkey put a dam up there at the top of the river, and that's why it's drying out. Well, also, the water behind the dam started to dry up, too, because of the sun flares and such that are happening now that were prophesied that the sun would be so hot it would burn people and that they would curse the name of Yah and that they would blaspheme Because of the great heat that was going to come upon them, well, we're in that era when ozone layers are are getting holes in it and the sun is flaring and we're in a cycle of the sun where it's going to get hotter and the global warming cult is going to call it their religion and say, look, the global warming and we're all going to drown in the melted ice caps. Well, I don't think so. The ocean level might rise a couple inches, but you can melt all the ice in the North and South Pole and you still wouldn't get more than a couple inches of raised oceans. I mean, it's a big world, and that's a lot of water out there already in the ocean. And then you have subterranean streams and and underground lakes and all sorts of things that have been discovered in places like Asia and, and uh, at uh, Antarctica and different places where they found underground streams and underground pockets of ice and such. And it's not, you know, and so, but mankind wants to use any excuse to say there is no yah there is no creator and use that as an excuse to say well I could just do whatever I want and that's why lawless about lawlessness is abounding at this time and that's what the scripture says causes men's hearts to grow cold because of the wickedness of the nations and the people and people are um uh, not falling in love with Yah and falling in love with each other anymore. They're just a nice, cool, or warm little lust of the flesh thing going on. And that's what's wrong with the world right now, is because they want to deny that Yah exists. They want to think, I am. That's the first lie of Satan in the garden. He said, You shall be like Yah, knowing what is good and evil. Once you have this tree of the knowledge of good and evil and you eat the fruit thereof you'll know what's good and evil and you'll be like the almighty that's what satan lied to him. so they want to believe that they are the almighty unto themselves and that the government is the almighty unto them and that mankind is is uh, is just a, a an accident that happened in a test tube of of uh something that just came out of nothing I know uh, Brother Kent it. says, well, they believe that there, it rained on the rocks and all of a sudden the rocks sprang forth life. And that that's how we all got here. Evolution. It don't make sense, though, because there are no half transitional forms like monkey men or bird fish or or dog goats or and there's nothing transitional in the in the fossil record and there's nothing transitional in existence today if evolution ever was and the code of genetics was unlocked it would have remained unlocked and there would be transitional forms but there are none and yet this yawless science out there that isn't science at all wants to say that well back then there was but now something happened in a chain well i I'll tell you what happened. There's an author of creation, and he wrote a code, everything unto its kind, like it says Genesis 1, and that's how all species, the trillions of insect species and human uh, and uh, animals and such, the billions of them that are out there, and I believe that there are billions and trillions out in the universe that we haven't even found yet or have knowledge of, that Yah perhaps created other plant species and other beings and other types of animals and such because he filled the universe with life, I believe. I believe when he started creation, he didn't stop. He's still creating today. He's creating the sons of Yah and the daughters of Yah for the kingdom of Yah right now as we speak. So when you look at this thing and you say, Oh, uh, we keep the Feast of Tabernacles, we go in the woods, we pitch a tent, we, we do these things, and we seven days we party and such like that. It's because Yah wanted the children of Israel originally to be in the Sukkot when the son of Yah came in the, the Sukkot. Because there was no room in the inn, he was born in a Sukkot and laid in a lamb's manger of feeding trough. Because it was to fulfill prophecy. He was born on the first day of the Feast of Tabernacles. He was the tabernacle of Yah in human flesh. Come to us to save us. He came to pay the price that we could not pay and make it into eternity. He made the way into eternity. By writing the law of Yah inside us by the Spirit at the point of conversion, when you call on the name of salvation to be saved. Acts chapter 4 says it. Joel chapter 2 says it. It says, call on the name of Yahuwah, or Yah, Yahshua, Yah salvation, which is what Yahshua means. Call on Yahusha, Yah the Savior, for salvation, and you shall be saved. It is the act of calling on the name, by, with belief and faith behind it that converts you, and then the Spirit of Yah enters in. Then you're to be baptized by immersion, sealed in the book of life, and sealed in the book of remembrance of those who think on the name of Yah, Malachi 3.16, and then you are to go forth and do the mission of Yah, which is the Great Commission, as it's been called by Christianity, which is go into all the world and preach the good news that Yahshua is the Messiah, and that there's a way to escape and there's a way to have salvation and there's a way to make it into eternity and live forever with Yah. But the science so-called doesn't want you to know that. They don't want you to believe it. So I believe what's going to happen next is, is uh, what's coming up is it's is, is looking more and more like we're going to have uh, a time of Trouble and war like never before, as the Bible says. The river Euphrates is drying up. I believe the Antimessiah will come on the scene. He will sit on the found Ark of the Covenant. And yes, there doesn't have to be a temple in Jerusalem for him to sit on the Ark of the Covenant that's been found and desecrate it with the body of the Antimessiah sitting sinful, flesh, unregenerated, unsavable flesh on that ark of the covenant which is considered the throne of Yah, which is where the blood sacrifice stain was put of yahshua's messiah's blood when the earth quaked and it opened up the rocks and the blood and the water went down into the rocks and on the top of the ark of the covenant where it's been at and where it will be lifted out of eventually and people will see and that desecration will happen The Great Tribulation is not, three, it's not seven years. It's three and a half years because it's the second half of Daniel's 70th week. It's three and a half years of Antimashic rule and a lie from Satan. He's going to say you get this mark and you're going to live for 900 years. He's going to say that uh, uh, genetics has proven that uh, we've been able to cure all diseases by this because we used the triple helix um, MRNA shot or whatever to do it with. And now you're going to live to be hundreds and thousands of years old or maybe live forever. He's going to lie, lie, lie. And he's going to s- claim his science and he's going to claim to be Messiah, but he's not. I wrote it back in the 1990s. He claims he's Messiah, wrote in a song, but he's not the son of man. He's not the son of Yahweh. Yeshua Messiah, Yahusha our Savior. He is a liar, a thief, a con man. He does miracles that appear to be miraculous in the eyes of men, but they are not miracles by the standards of Yah that the Spirit of Yah goes in and does a complete holistic salvation seal healing. It is a False healing that will not last because it gets burned up in the lake of fire. So when you're out there listening to this, you might want to click on the button at anchor.fm slash faith radio and hit the share button and share it with your friends so that they can listen to what I got to say and consider by scripture comparison if what I'm saying is true or a lie. And when you share it, the actual playing of this show helps us to raise funds. And when you donate at yahbible.org, we get the money we need to keep this show on the air and to keep going in our ministry until the time of tribulation and trouble that is about to come upon the earth. We don't know how long we have to preach the gospel message of truth, but we try to do it As often as we possibly can and as much as we possibly can, sharing on social media networks, on YouTube, on Rumble, on different video platforms, audio platforms, radio shows, radio waves and in every way, including word of mouth, just talking to people when we meet them along the way. So please become a part of Faith Radio and the mission of Congregation Yahshua Messiah gathering, the gathering of all the congregation of Yah under one house and one roof in the kingdom of Yah coming. So I'm going to be back after these short messages, and we're going to share more about how the river Euphrates is drying up and what the prophecies actually mean, and how we are to... Address these issues and share them with our brothers, sisters, family, friends, and people. And trying to show them the truth of Yahshua Messiah and reach out so they can be saved. So they can call on the name of Yah for salvation. Be back after these messages. Back in my early days when I was younger, in my teenage years, I heard a preacher once say that uh, we were created to be God-bottles. I like to say Yah bottles or Yah temples. Containers of Yah is what we were created to be. And that's the symbol of the temple and the tabernacle that we are. The cloud of glory, the incense that burns in that cloud that represents the roach, HaKodesh, the spirit. That's up above the head of the high priest when he goes into the most holy place, which is like our brain, where we reason things out, where we think things out, where we decide what is right and wrong to do, where the seat of judgment sits in the part of the brain that says, I'm going to do this and not that, because that would be bad to do, and that's would be good to do. This would be profitable, and that would be unprofitable. This would lead me to salvation, and that would lead me to damnation, and so I make a decision, and I rationalize it out, and that's where the cloud of glory in the holy of holies was in the temple and then the priest would hear the word of yah the spoken word that was written in the torah in the 10 uh, first five books of the bible that was contained in the ark of the covenant in the most holy place in the most sacred place the most sanctified the most purified place did he go burn that incense get the cloud going and he had a crown on his head some scriptures say translations say turban but it was a crown upon his head that was open at the top it was not covering his head like a yarmulke does it was open at the top because the crowd of glory the incense smoke that was the covering the covering of yah himself provided for himself as he spooks into a man's mind and heart and soul body and strength and spirit so he had opened and it, said, sacred or purified or holiness unto Yahweh or unto Yahuwah. That's what it said on the crown. He'd walk in there. They'd tie a rope around him so that if he got struck dead when he went in there because he wasn't worthy and he doesn't prayed up enough, that they could pull him out and not have to go in there and get struck dead themselves trying to carry him out. Now, that's the truth. And they talk about an awesome. Creator, an awesome Yah that says, Well you better get prayed up and straight. You better get cleansed up. You better have that sacrificial blood sacrifice. You better be washed in the blood of the lamb before you come in here. You better put on that white robe. You better get dressed properly for the wedding feast of the lamb. You're one of the wives of Almighty Yahshua. You need to get straight before you come in here. The Ark of the Covenant had the rod that Aaron had that buttoned, which represents the springing forth a new life from the dead branch that was once dead and then came alive. And it had a manna that came from heaven, which represented the word of Yah that feeds the spirit of a man that reads the word of Almighty Yah and the law and the prophets and the testimonies of the whole complete scriptures, including old and new. Uh, Tanakh and Brit Hadashah because it is the testimonies of the Yehudah that call on the name of Yah for salvation through Yahshua Messiah. It's the law and the prophets. It's the foretelling. It's the warnings. It's the judgments. It's the purity. It's how we get sanctified. Wash them with the water of your word, Almighty Yah, it says in the scripture. And then those First five books of Moses, the Torah laws that has all the containment of the foundation of the prophetic basis of what the seven feasts and the plan of salvation is all about. How Yah's going to redeem the world that has fallen unto himself. How he's going to bring it into creative create perfection to exist in a perfect universe that he shall redeem completely unto himself throughout eternity. He is a creator. And thusly, we see the Antimashiach in the Book of Revelation is called the Destroyer. His name in in Greek and in Hebrew is Apollyon and Abaddon, which means Destroyer. There are many brothers and sisters out there that have told me that they refused to get their uh, snake bite vax and um, and why they did it, and and many just. Said it didn't feel right. I felt spiritually that I shouldn't do it. And I said, I feel the same way. There's something wrong with it. There's something wrong with it. And then there was a sister in Yah that put it out on the internet a few weeks back and such that she went out and did the research and found out that uh, the mRNA technology turns the 10565, 5, uh, which is Yud Hei Ua in the Hebrew letters. Number language of the double helix DNA at the mRNA level, it turns it into a triple helix and adds two sixes in the center, which is ten five six 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 five, and that it really converts the person who gets it into a hybrid human being with the six 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 right inside their DNA. Let him who hears understand, it says in the scripture, Revelations chapter 13, they receive a mark inside the right arm or in the forehead to buy in a cell. And, and by that, they are deceived, as it says in Revelation. they're deceived by pharmakia, by big pharma. And they receive this mark inside their right arm and forehead to buy and to sell. And and then we see Revelation 16, it says the sixth angel pours out his bow on River Euphrates and it starts to dry up. (laughs) Is this part of this total fulfillment of prophecy is the next step The like they said the very chip going in the right arm forehead that connects through the graphene oxide to the brain of the human connects them to the internet connects them to the voice of the anti and to the world scientific community and to the governments of the world and it determines which is going to be making it which not and it says now after they receive this mark it says that they get a grievous sore on their skin and i've seen people that have these black marks that are happening and all kinds of strange things are happening, side effects and such to some of it. And you see it listed on the, the ads for different kinds of medicines out there. It says, if you take this, you might get leukemia and you might get this and you might get that. Well, I'll tell you what, I'd rather have the pain of the arthritis than the leukemia that you're going to give me trying to cure the pain of arthritis. Because I know I won't be in pain after I'm dead. <laughs> But people just don't connect logically to look at this and go, well, you know what? I don't think that this XYZ new invented word medicine pill is going to be the answer to my problems i think i'll trust ya and not trust big pharmacies and big pharma scientifics that almost every single one of these pills has come out over the last 20 years and you see the ads on tv it's like you're going to get leukemia you're going to have pancreatitis you may have sudden death you may stop breathing your liver is going to jump out and play pinochle on your spout pick up a baseball bat and club you to death. And I joke somewhat with it, but in reality, you tune in any TV and you'll see the ads for the newest wonder drug medicine. It's going to kill you. You may get cancer. You may have kidney failure. You may suddenly be unable to breathe. You might, I don't want that. That's not a cure. That's just more sickness on top of what I already got. <laughs> If my joints ache and I got to take something that's going to give me leukemia or cancer to try to stop my joints from hurting, I think I'll let my joints just hurt. i just trust Yah. Eventually, I get a new body anyway. And in that new body in the kingdom, uh, there will be no sorrow, no pain, no crying. That's what it says in the scripture. I'll trust that over there. That. That's my medicine. That's my... Herbal remedy. <laughs> my herbal remedy is Yah's plan. How about the leaves of the trees in the New Jerusalem that says there are 12 different fruits on the trees and the, the leaves of the trees are for the healings of the nation. I think I'd like to have that, those leaves and put that on my old joints and see how that works. <laughs> so The river Euphrates is drying up. Is this the sixth angel vial? Are we about to see the seventh vial be poured out on the earth? Are the four horsemen of the apocalypse about to come out? Have the seven seals already been broken? Is the persecution of the saved uh, going to uh, happen later? Are the the seven seals going to happen later if this is the six vials already? Maybe the seven seals have already broken over the ages. Maybe the fifth seal under the altar has already been done by the Roman Catholic Church throughout Europe for 1260 years of their Inquisition, where they killed people for reading the Bible. They killed people, burned them at the stake for reading the Bible. Maybe that was the fifth seal already. See, you got to keep an open mind when you read the Scripture and have understanding. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you, you know, because these might have multiple fulfillments. It might not just be one thing. It could have been the Dark Ages when the Roman Catholic Church was killing people. It could have been when the Islamic raids came into Europe and killed people. Too. It could be in a future where the anti kills everybody that's following the Bible and refuses to receive the mark in their right arm or forehead. That could be like the fifth seal replayed again. Blood under the altar crying, How long, O faithful and true, before our blood will be avenged on the earth? And he says, Hold on until your fellow servants are killed in the same manner that you were. And then later on in Revelation, it says, These are those who were beheaded for the faith that did not receive the mark in their right arm or forehead to buy in the cell. They would not worship the image of the beast like the uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I'm not going to bow down to that idol, golden statue. I'm going to stand for Yah. And they did. And They threw him in a fiery furnace, remember? Daniel and the... And the three men, and they threw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the furnace, and they, and then the fourth one was like the son of Yah, seen in the fire. And the fire didn't hurt him. <laughs> so. You, you, if you you either have faith in Yah and you trust Yah and you trust the scripture and exactly what it says and you believe in the prophecies and the fulfillment of those prophecies like the Isaiah 4 prophecy that is about to be fulfilled and many other prophecies that people have dejected, rejected and criticized and said, no, it's not going to be that way because it's going to be the way I want it to be. No, it's not going to be the way you want it to be, Jezebel. The feminine supremacist, baby murdering, uh, lawless society that we live in in the world today is not going to be the final way that Yah has a kingdom on earth the immorality you call morality is not morality it's immorality good is not evil and evil is not good though you call good evil evil good it isn't the way you actually see it go to Isaiah 4 and read what it says it says in that day it's going to happen there's going to be so few men as a result probably of war which is coming and we're already here look at what's happening in Ukraine and elsewhere around the world North Korea shooting missiles over Japan and into South Korean waters and stuff China threatening and rattling their sabers and saying they're going to be at war with the United States in a few years There's going to be so few men that seven women are going to have to share one man And what is what is that? Oh it's Torah biblical marriage where you have one husband and many wives, just which is a type of Messiah and his congregation. Many saved people as his wives, the bride of Messiah, under the bridegroom, the Messiah himself. So not just one person's going to be saved in a monogamy, but a polygyny of Messiah and a multitude which no man can number, spiritually married to Yahshua Messiah so the marriage ceremony as Paul wrote in the scriptures is a type of Yahshua and his congregation not his one virgin that he took and the rest of them go to the lake of fire but these people get out there and they go oh no no you got it wrong we'll see there was Adam and Eve and there was no more well you know you're reading it and uh, you're, you're telling me that but it not it ain't necessarily so the way you think it was or the way you think it is. How do I know that? Well, Jacob he had his four wives for all intents and purposes two concubines who were woman servants who bore him children, so they were physically married to him in the act of having. Copulation, which created children unto him and his two wives, which created the twelve tribes of Israel and the one daughter, Dinah, twelve sons. And then you have the Torah law. It says if a man has more than one wife and he loves one and he doesn't like the other. Uh that he has to give equal. And then it says that if a man have more than one wife, he has to give equal in raiment food and in his marriage bed obligations, which is right in the Torah law. So you could say all you want. Oh no, 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 no. It's supposed to be this way. Because I said it so and I heard this preacher say it, and I heard that priest say it, and I heard that imam say it, and I heard this one say it, and I heard that one No. Babylon mystery religion and the black robe priests of Baal, the clergy of the denominational movement, the Nicolaita movement that sets themselves above the common people, instead of being brothers and elders who are leaders and laborers in doctrine, they have become clergy laity system, which Messiah said, Revelation 2, 6 and 15, he hates the deeds and the doctrine of those who set themselves above the congregation, because there's only one above the congregation, which is Yahshua Messiah, the head of the congregation, and only one Heavenly Father, Yah, above us all. So if we all are the brides of Messiah, then he is a polygynist. He is one that spiritually marries more than one Wife. It is scripture truth. You can argue it all you want to, but the scripture says what it says, and it is what it is. You don't want to agree with it? Fine, don't agree with it. But don't expect to get into the kingdom if you're in disagreement with the things of Yah, because the scripture says one thing, and you want to go your own way, then go your own way and don't have anything to do with the scriptures of Yah. Be like the rest of the world that's out there now, waving their rainbow flags and dancing in the streets and having. You know, more than one wife and more than one husband, and and, and a and a palamory of all kinds of garbage. You believe the government's going to save you from the global warming demon that's coming out of the sky? <laughs> then go your way. Go into perdition, as it says. He goes into perdition. What is perdition? Rejection of the love of the truth, so that you shall be saved. Therefore, they are damned and under strong delusion. Demonic suppression of the truth. Therefore, they believe a lie as the truth, because they shall be damned, who loved not lawfulness. Second Thessalonians, it says it. So, you want to preach the truth, or you want to preach a lie? You want to follow what Yah's plan is, or you want to follow your plan? You know, uh, we get choices in life. You know, I come to the crossroads going down the road when I'm traveling in my car. And I can go left or I can go right. I can go to Philadelphia or I can go to Pittsburgh. I can go to Florida or I can go to Texas. But I have to make a decision when I'm traveling on the road where I'm going to vacate at or where I'm going to hang out at or where I'm going to go. Because if I don't have a solid direction and a solid path, I'll end up going in circles and never ending up anywhere because I didn't make a decision on which way to go. So make your decision and stick to it. If your name's not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, then make your decision and be like that. But if you want it to be spiritually retroactive to the point of the foundation of the world when your name was written in the book of life and your name was written in the book of remembrance, Malachi 3.16, then make that decision, go forward in that, and let it be sealed. Let it be written. Let it be done. Just like in the movie Moses with Charlton Heston and... and uh um. I forget the name of the actor that uh um played uh, Pharaoh in it <laughs> and he he said um, so eloquently, Oh so let it be written, so let it be done, <laughs> you know, and that's literally the way the Egyptian pharaohs or kings used to say and and that's many kings and queens throughout the ages of so let it be written, what I said is his. And let it be done that way. And if it's done any other way, then you're in treason of my kingdom, and you shall off with your head. You know, <laughs> and, and you know we even see it in the movies. And yet people just you know I, I'm not getting this. I'm not getting the understanding of what a kingdom's all about. I'm not getting an understanding about what uh, a congregation is all about. That you have many, many people in robes of white, and only one Messiah and one Creator that we worship. And no idols and take them things and golden, silver, and wooden things off the wall and burn them. You know, during the iconoclastic wars in the Middle Ages in the 16, 1700s, they literally took the idols out of the Catholic churches and burned them in the cities and danced around. The children danced around and sang the Ten Commandments. Look up the iconoclastic wars. The idol wars, literally, is what it means. But they they get a fancy word like iconoclastic wars so that you don't figure it out that, hey, second commandment, Exodus 20, no idols. It was the get rid of the idols war that the Protestants who protested the rule of the kingship of the Pope who claimed to be the voice of Messiah on the earth and was not, who wrote decrees like a king called papal bulls on bullskin and that the people called them BS because of that, And that they resisted it and they threw their eyes as they gained knowledge in the truth and the love of the truth. They forsook the idols and they burned them. They followed what the Torah said. The Torah said, burn down their groves and take the idols and put them on a pile and burn them. And that's what they did. They actually did what the Bible says to do. Isn't that amazing? And as a result, the world began to prosper away from idolatry and people who wanted to escape the iconoclastic and kingly rules of dictators and tyrants of the earth like the Pope and the King of England and the, and the, and the leaders of different uh, empires and such throughout the world. They began to leave those empires and they went over with the first Protestant ship that came over the Mayflower of people that were trying to escape Roman Catholicism and trying to escape the the Church of England's dictates, because they believed that the congregation of the Messiah was one that should be special, and not under the rule of earthly kings, but rule of king of kings, Yahshua Messiah, instead of what these ideas of men the doctrines of men mark 7 7 in vain they worship him teaching for doctrines the commandments of men because the doctrines of men are not the doctrines of yah as it's written in the scripture in the bible so you want to follow the truth or you want to follow an error do you want to be under strong delusions do you want to be like a high person that's on lsd all the time tricked by demons thinking that you know exactly the right way or do you want to be clear minded set apart, sanctified, eternal living, robe of white, new flesh that does not die, does not sin, dwelling in the kingdom of Yah for all eternity. You have a choice today. We all have a choice. Each day as we walk on this earth, why not pray with me? Say this prayer, dear Yahshua, Messiah, forgive me of my sins. I believe you are Mashiach. You are the bridegroom. You are the only way of salvation for whoever calls on the name of Yahuwah and Yahshua shall be saved, it says, in your scriptures. I believe you died and rose from the dead. I believe that you forgive me of my sins and my wrongs and my shortcomings and that you write my name, I ask now, in the book of life, in the book of remembrance of those who call on the name of Yah. On the last great day, I pray that I will be found worthy and righteous to go into the kingdom by your righteousness, living your life through your Roach HaKodesh, your spirit living life through me, so that I may complete the mission you have, the great commission to reach the lost and dying and save them from themselves, from their sins so they can find hope, life, health, and healing in you. And I ask this all in the name of Yahshua the Messiah, Yahushua our Savior, and in the name of Yahuwah Almighty, the King of the universe who created us all. Yamein, Yamein and hallelujah. If you said that prayer with me, I'd like to hear from you. You can always write me at faith, F-A-I-T-H at pen, dot com. Or you can stop by my website at yahbible.org, and you can click on the button there if you feel like you want to donate and help out in this cause. Please join our social network over at yahspace.org, g. and uh, uh, there's a link on yahspace.org and yahbible.org. Where all my books, radio broadcasts, my music, including my secular and country and Christian and gospel and yali music is at. All my music that's there that I've written over the years as I progressed into the sacred name, using of the name of Yah for salvation. Through my walk in faith from a boy of seven years old to now be a man of 64 years old, almost 65 years old. Yeah, I ain't perfect. And I put my pants on one leg at a time. And I have to sit down to do that. Now, in my old age, I used to be able to stand up and do it. Now, I fall over trying to get the pants leg on. You and Sometimes I do stupid things, too. Like, I try to put my pants on with my shoes on. That don't work so good. Sometimes I'm silly that way. Try that at a at home family night game night. Let's see if you can put your pants on with your shoes on. <laughs> you better wear shorts though to do it because when you fall or try to do it standing up and laugh. Put some mattresses on the floor, pillows or something, because you don't fall over. <laughs> anyway, we do appreciate all you brothers and sisters out there that have supported this ministry throughout the years and continue to support us. We ask that you continue to seek out the truth and compare what we teach to the scriptures. And if you find something in error, you're you're a free liberty to come and say, well, I think it's this way and let me show you why. Here's a scripture. Why, why, why? And then see what our answers are or why we look at it differently. It's not to say we're right and you're wrong in some things, you know, if it's not a salvation issue, then Let's not belabor over it. Let's not get hung around the axle on something like uh, whether we do it on the new moon day of a blank sky or a crescent moon day. I believe it's one way. I believe you got to see the moon in order to observe it. It just makes common sense to me. There are other people that they do it on the blank sky day saying that that's the way the Jews do it. And so that's the way they're going to do it. And, you know, I don't. <laughs> I don't think you're going to go to the lake of fire over what day you start the the feast or the new year but i do think that if you're not out there doing paying attention to the right things that you're going the wrong way and so i'm going to continue to preach until the breath is gone from my lungs and and they lay me in the dirt if that's the way i go or or the animaside beheads me or the government comes and throws me in a pit or whatever happens, happens. But I'm going to continue to preach and teach the truth as I see it and as I know it from the scriptures and preach the message of salvation. And I don't care what you've done in your past. I'm not your judge and you aren't mine. And so therefore, let's put the past in the past, repent of our past and look forward to the future and ask Yah to help us to not make the same mistakes we did in the past. Sound like a fair deal to me. May the most high. Yah bless you and keep you until next time. And please share Faith Radio with other friends, relatives, and enemies on the internet. Frenemies, whatever you got out there, just share it everywhere you go and ask them to take a listen to it. You know, uh, 100 people listened to uh, a couple shows ago. Over 110 people listened to that show. Uh, 26, 27 people listened to the show From last time I did it on the Feast of Yom Trua, and I'm hoping that 200, 300, 400 will listen, and and 5,000, 50,000, 100,000. But my (laughs) preaching isn't as popular as the mega million dollar receiving preachers out there that are like Benny Sin and the rest of them out there on uh, Christian television. So uh, I need your help to get the message of truth out there the message of salvation in the name of Yahshua Messiah's true name. So they don't have a false name and so that their names are written in the book of life and the book of remembrance of those who think upon the name of Yah, Malachi 3.16. John 3.14, he didn't die on a cross. He died on a stake. And you have salvation now because he died for you and he rose again from the dead three 24-hour days later. So please share this with your friends, relatives, enemies, Everywhere you go on the internet, please share it. May the most high bless you until next time. I'm Dan for Faith Radio.
1: This radio broadcast depends on the contributions of viewers like you. We appreciate your tithes and offerings and the gifts of our supporters and listeners worldwide. Without your kind gifts and offerings, we cannot reach so many with the good news of Messiah's love and salvation. To give your gift online, you can click the PayPal button at ThinkYah.org, that's T-H-I-N-K-Y-A-H Or visit our social network at yahsspace.org That's Y-A-H-S space Our goal is to continue to reach the world for Messiah and your tax-deductible contributions are greatly appreciated and help keep this broadcast on the air.